yes, 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 We are sick of this. We're live. That was Dylan. Y'all are on. And this is ba Buddha said the N-word. Buddha said the N-word. Whoa, chill. Don't put that shit on me, bruh. <laughs> what the fuck? Us Boys Podcast. Oh, Lord Jesus. Welcome to Ball Sports Podcast, the podcast with balls about balls. And we Big are boss. your hosts. Reluctantly, I am Buddha. <laughs> yep. Y'all heard it again, right? What? What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> Bruh, it's your boy. Y'all, about, y'all about to get me canceled out here. It's your boy, Dylan 50. <laughs> your name is Dylan 15? <laughs> what? What oh, no. That's lit. It's now it's like a big facts in full effect. Yeah. That's a lot. You're doing a lot. Did you just do that already? What are you talking about? No, he was just doing extra riffs earlier just just to be Nels doing oh. extra riffs. But anyways, episode 159, I believe. I like totals. Don't matter at this point. Don't care. Episode, <laughs> don't care. How y'all boys doing? I don't care. I got gummies. Bubble 2020. I got gummies. Episode... Week I got gummies. NFL. I got well, gummies. We got a lot to talk about, so we might as well get right into the swing of things. Before you get into the swing of things, I wanted to impress you guys and let you know that last game, Anthony Davis, JaVale McGee, I believe, and Dwight Howard only had four rebounds last game. I guess and I guess. Ooh, trash. God bless you, babe. Bless you. Uh, Shout out to my wife one time. Alright, so let's get things started in the uh the wrestling world. We haven't talked about WWE for a few weeks. The W Um so we have a pay-per-view this weekend, Clash of Champions. Uh it is the one night of the year where all titles must be defended. However, I think they should go back to calling it Night of Champions. Because Clash of Champions makes it sound like the champions are going against each other. And I agree. That's what happens have, at Survivor Series. So, yeah, I would, I would say it'd be better off to just go back to Night of Champions. But, you know, whatever, bro. Um, but before we get to the picks, a couple things uh, in the wrestling world. Retribution, the stable that has been... In air quotes, wreaking havoc on the WWE for the past couple. You of really months. ain't really, yeah. You really ain't fucking with retribution it's like that. Gosh, gosh, really bro. trash. It's for trash. Real, and I don't, and I don't necessarily blame them. They're just doing what they're told. Because I know some of the people that are in that group are actually good in the ring. But like everything they've been doing, basura. Um, Straight basura. So this past this past Monday night on Raw, they actually took the ring and cut a promo for the first time and 
They were unmasked, kind of, uh, because they've been wearing, you know, ski masks and, and hoodies and stuff. But now those are off and they're wearing just different, like, face masks. Dang. Like, one's wearing, like, a Jason-type mask. Another one has, like, this weird, I don't know. It's like, they look like characters from Mad Max. I don't know if you guys saw Mad Max, but they look like they're straight out of Mad Max. And they've changed their names. So, Dominic Dijakovic is now uh, T-Bar. Um, Dio Madden is Mace. And fucking Shane Thorne is Slapjack. Slapjack is a crazy name. Yeah, so I don't know what the two women... That name is wrong on a lot of levels. Yeah, I don't know what the two women's names are. I I don't know. It's Mia Yim and Mercedes Martinez. I don't know what their names are going to be. But, yeah. One's going to be named Paddywhack. Oh, God. Um, Listen, I'm just as good as creative. Yeah, so... It, the commentators basically said, oh, Retribution signed a contract to where they can do whatever they want to whoever they want at any time. Right. Like, I don't know. Like, as a viewer, I was like, what kind of contract is that? Like, what? Like, Why? whoever would, who would ever bring Why? that contract out in the first place? Especially because the storyline mm-hmm. is like, they're wreaking havoc on WWE and like, WWE officials are trying to get like, the Hurt Business and other superstars to like, protect the brand basically from these guys so why would you then sign them to a contract that allows them to do whatever like story-wise it just doesn't make any fucking sense but maybe it's good business i don't see how at this point neither do i Um, it's weird honestly you know um when whenever the wwe has like something crazy usually i come to one conclusion and that is blame buddha don't blame me blame vince but the fuck usually works Nah. Trash. Um, but yeah, so that's retribution news. So NXT is actually considering permanently moving to Tuesday nights. Uh, they're back on Wednesdays right now, but they are considering that move because the the two week span that they went to Tuesday nights, um, they saw an increase in viewership, and on top of that. Every Wednesday, they're losing to AEW. Ooh. Every single Tuesday. Really? There's literally only been like two weeks that NXT won those ratings. And that was because both of those times, AEW didn't have a real show. They did like a repeat because it was either a holiday or something going on. I was about to say because of Keith Lee. Yeah. Or no, the second time was because AEW had to move to a Saturday night for one week because of the NBA playoffs. I mean, AEW is fire, though. I ain't gonna lie to you. I mean, they yeah. they put on oh, yeah, they, they put they on they put on good work. They really the they so, really are though. So they they're really, kind really of are. they're debating and behind they the scenes. And they have a better belt. They're debating behind the scenes because you know uh, you know Vince isn't one to back down from competition, but I think it's one of those things like why. He's not about to be. Stupid. Yeah, I, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, like eyeballs. AEW is looking good. They got the better looking belt. Their mm-hmm. belt looks like an actual championship belt. You know what I'm saying? And Moxley's doing the damn thing. Yep. AEW's about it to get a second is. show, too. Yeah, he's the best champion out of all of the champions. Amen. I mean, well, all of the, the what do you call it? The, 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 the flagship champions, if you will. Right, yeah. 
He is. He really is. I, I and I, I don't I don't even know if it's close. Um Yeah, no, I agree with you. It's, no, it's not because it's not in terms of talent. I don't think he's the most talented out of out of all of them, but it's just, you know, he he's got pop. Yeah. I and he's great on the mic and, and right now the 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 role that he's playing, right, is is great. He's how great. They, he's how they would say white hot. Yeah, bro. Exactly. Literally. He's literally white hot. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so let's, <laughs> let's get right into the uh, pick. Oh, actually, one more thing I did just want to kind of touch on real quick. Um, you always trying to touch on something, bro. Damn Skippy. Uh, so, <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm happy... Um, with what they're doing with Big E right now, they're they're keeping him away from the the heavyweight title scene, but they're still pushing him, and mm-hmm. they're actually starting to show a more serious side to him, uh, just to kind of show that hey, you know, it's not all fun and games and jokes with me. Like uh, Sheamus beat him up a few weeks back uh, backstage, like sand him through a, a car windshield and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. A couple weeks later, uh, Big E was back and he was super serious, and he went after. Um, Sheamus. Sheamus got away, but there was this WWE official who basically was the one who tricked Big E into going to the back to get beat up, basically, because he right. told him Xavier Woods was back there, and it was actually Sheamus ready to whoop that ass. So Big E got a hold of him instead and beat the dog shit out of this man. Was throwing him over things, into things, through a windshield, into the trunk, like all kinds of shit. Like he. He went him, and he, there was no jokes to be had. Like so, I I, I fuck with that. Um, you know the, that man can can do a lot. So I've, I'm glad they're actually, you know, showing his range. That, that shout out to the man Big E. Gee shit. Um, all right, so Clash of Champions. Like I said, every title up for grabs. Um, we'll start things off with the SmackDown Tag Team Championship. This is really a nothing match. It's Cesaro and Shinsuke Nakamura defending their titles against Lucha House Party. Um, Lucha House Party's been having some internal riffs lately, so I see one of them fucking the other ones over or something like that. I got sh- sh- ugh, Cesaro and Shinsuke retaining. I've got Cesaro and Shinsuke just because I can't take the Lucha House Party seriously. Right. We'll call them. We'll call them Shinsuke. Shinsuke, I like that. I like that one. Yeah. Shinsuke. Alright, the Raw Tag Team titles, the Street Profits defending their titles against Andrade and Angel Garza. Man, listen, I'm just trying to turn up a profit, baby. Let's go to the street with the Street yeah. Profits. Bit, 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 bit corner avenue profit. <laughs> <laughs> what? Um, um. The the women's tag team championship, Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax defending against uh, the Riot Squad, Ruby Riot and um, Liv Morgan. I got Shayna and Nia retaining. I've got Shayna and Nia as well, Alex. I got Nia and Shayna. Bet. Ridiculous. Uh, United States Championship match. It's a rematch. Bobby Lashley defending his title against Apollo Crews. I got uh, Bobby retaining. Sorry, frat, but bit, 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 Bobby. Usually I go with frat. In this case, I'm not going with frat. Lashley. The frat been letting me down. Um, (laughs) 
Up next, what could sneakily be the match of the night, uh, Intercontinental Championship Triple Threat Ladder Match. Uh, Jeff Hardy defending his title against AJ Styles and Sami Zayn. Um, Who's the champion? I got the phenomenal. Jeff Hardy's the champion. Okay. Mm. AJ. Dylan's going AJ. Um, I'm having a tough time with this one. I really want to go Hardy. Um, this is Hardy. This is Jeff. I know. This is high flying. This is. We should all take someone different. So. I'm going Hardy. Bet. I'll go Sammy. Watch Sammy Zane win Sammy. like shit. You don't even want to go Sammy. Listen. Watch. You don't even listen, want to go Sammy, Sammy never lost the title, first of all. Ooh. I was about to say, watch Sammy win like shit. Because he Who's definitely never lost the like, title. I told you so. Um, you know, it's just simple. It's just simple, logical wrestling. Raw Women's Championship match. Asuka defending her title against Zelina Vega. Um... I don't think Zelina's going to win this title here, but I am happy she's being put in this position. Um, she's definitely better than just being stuck in a manager role because she's better than a lot of these other women that are getting uh, screen time. So I'm glad they're actually half her Sheesh. out in the ring. She earned a title shot. Shay. No, it's definitely Shay. That's fine. I'll I'll name names if you want me to name names. Um, Shay. Who? Name names. Uh, name, Dana bro. Brooke, get her ass out of here. Um, that's, that's first and foremost. Uh, you could get rid of Ruby Riot. You can get rid of Liv Morgan. Get Dana Brooke the fuck you out of here. Get, get Ruby Riot the fuck out of here. Who else? You can get uh, you could get Natalia out of here. I don't care if she's good in the ring. She's get trash. Natalia no one gives a fuck about here. her. Um, Nikki Cross, lame as shit. Get Nikki Cross the fuck out of here. Get Nikki Cross the fuck out of here. Do I need to? That's five. Do I need to go? Anything? Yeah, that's that's enough. No, that's enough. That's think, enough. Okay. Um, All right. So, so yeah, I'm, I'm going comes, Asuka, but I'm glad Zelina's there. When it comes to the match between Asuka and Zelina, I'm the winner because I get to see Zelina wrestle. Facts. <laughs> yes, big sir. Facts. Big, um, big facts. I, I'm still going big, to go Asuka though. Big, big facts. Big, 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 big facts. Big, big, big facts. <laughs> Where you going with you? Ah, uh, you snap. Dylan. Bro, who are you going with, bro? Oh my gosh, bro. Come on. I can't take it anymore. The suspense is killing me. Can you hear us? Oscar. Thank you, finally. Yeah, it took you long um, enough. God damn. Right? So, moving to the SmackDown <laughs> Women's <laughs> Championship. <laughs> Bailey defending her title. Oh, by the way, because I don't know if we spoke about it on here. Bailey and Sasha broke up. Um, and it was epic. Shocker. It was great. Sasha's been out, but Bailey's still been fucking her up. Like, she's been showed up backstage to do a little promo. Bailey snuck her ass from behind, cleaned a bitch out with a chair. And yeah. So it's. Dang. It's uh, it's gonna be good whenever that match happens. However, this match is Bailey uh, defending her title against Nikki Cross, and judging by what I said previously, um, I don't really care for Nikki Cross at all. So I'm going Bailey to retain. I think. I think Alexa's gonna cost. Uh, oh, you said Nikki Cross? Nah. Yeah, I think Alexa's gonna cost cost, ugh, cost Nikki. 
the yeah. shot. I think she's gonna hit her with another Sister Abigail that she's done a couple times to her already. Mmm, interesting. Uh, oh, by the way, Alexa Bliss's Sister Abigail looks real good. I'm just gonna go ahead and say that looks real good. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, I'm I, I I don't know Nikki Cross like it. Whoa. Uh, okay. Dylan. I said Nikki Cross. See, y'all got Nikki Cross beating Bailey. Yes. Why not? How is that a good story when you've been building up for this Bailey and Sasha thing? Wouldn't that make more sense to me for the title? Or not. You'll see. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, you're probably right. Maybe we just want to be different and wrong. Like, let us have it. That's fine. I'll let y'all be loud and wrong. bro. Thank right. you. The Universal Championship match, Roman Reigns. Um, defending his title against his cousin, Jay Uso. Um, I love the story that they're building to right now where... It was supposed to be this uh, six-man match to determine who was going to face Reigns for the title. And Big E was one of the people I was supposed to be in the match. But then that whole incident with Sheamus happened. So Big E was out of the match. And Paul Heyman got management to put Jay Uso in the match. Jay Uso ends up winning the match legitimately without any help, becoming number one contender. And then over the past couple weeks... He's been teaming with Roman. Uh, the first time he fought most of the match himself, Roman literally came out at the end, hit a spear, and uh, pinned for the win. So he, he made his cousin do most of the work. And then this week, right. it was like, it was the, uh, Reigns did a lot of the work, and then Jay got the quick pin. And it's been, they've been teasing like, them being cool with each other, but then Jay will turn and Reigns will get this very serious face on. So, I think one of two things happens at the pay-per-view. Um, regardless, Roman Reigns is winning this match, obviously. But it's either going to be we're now going to form a heel alliance with the Usos um, and reform the bloodline because they only got a few matches in before they got separated and stuff. Um, months, months ago, maybe like last year sometime. Um, so they could reform the bloodline with Paul Heyman as the, the manager. Um, and so that's one possibility. Or what could happen is this could be the, the further cementation of Roman Reigns as a heel by completely destroying and brutalizing uh, his cousin to the point where it's like one of those uncomfortable to watch beatdowns uh, just to kind of make it, yeah, no, he's heel if there was ever any doubt at this point. He don't got it. So so one of, the, one of those two things is going to happen. I personally would prefer the bloodline thing happen and get that nice heel stable going. But uh, I don't know. But yeah, Roman Reigns wins. What say y'all? I feel like at the end of the day, we need a heel stable, a strong one. So let's go with that. And I got Roman Reigns winning. Yeah. Option A sounds a lot better. Cool. Option A. <laughs> but for the record, I wouldn't be mad at Option B either, though. Like if he beats I the would. holy hell out of out of Jay, I'm 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 cool I with would. that. I feel you. 
Because um, you can't, that's short term. You can't drag that out much longer. No, I, I agree, but this is WWE we're talking about. You know, they don't really like to think past a couple months. <laughs> Big facts. Um, hence why we had uh, pay-per-views on back-to-back weeks uh, last month. Um, Actually, that made no sense. Right. And then the WWE Championship match, uh, Randy, uh, sorry, Drew McIntyre defending his title against Randy Orton um, in an ambulance match. I'm actually less excited that it's an ambulance match for the stipulation uh, because those Why? those tend to not be great. Um, I don't know. Like, if you look back at past ambulance matches, the premise kind of sucks. You know, you got to put somebody on the gurney and just wheel them up the ramp. Or wheel them to the thing, close the door. I don't know. It it it's never really panned out like WWE has wanted it to. They tend to fall flat. So I hope I'm wrong here, but um, Randy Orton's got to win. I think. Ye of little faith. Like I got to go, Randy to win. I'm going Randall Kenneth Orton. Keith. Keith. Yeah, it gotta be Randy. You know why? Because he just took an L. So usually if they're gonna take a give you the championship, they let you get like a nice little all right kid, I'm gonna boost you up, L, before I go in on my championship run. Facts. And that's what he got with Keith Lee. So now you about to get this title off cuz. Mm-hmm. Alright, so uh that's it for WWE. On the UFC side of things, uh this past weekend there was a UFC fight night and the main event was Colby Covington versus uh Tyron Woodley. And Covington won, uh, I believe, in the fifth round uh, by TKO because uh, Woodley had broken ribs <laughs> and couldn't continue. Um, what's kind of Get more, what's kind of more newsworthy was what happened afterwards when they gave the post-fight interview. Oh boy! And what did Kobe say now? I mean, it was essentially he said Tyron Woodley is evil and supports a Black Lives Matter cult type thing, something along those lines. And those you could correct me if I'm wrong. But uh Well he said the yeah. silent he said the silent majority will rise again. Yeah. Um he said something else as far as like coward woke athletes. Yeah. I think something to that extent. Um right, I right, mean, right. you know Yeah and it sucks that he called out really I think he called out he's not champion. No he's not champion. champion. He called out LeBron oh, James, okay. I believe, too. Yeah. In the interview? Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, after the fight, like when yep. he was in the ring and shit? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, it wasn't in the ring, James but yeah. With you. Nah, he was, he was, I don't necessarily say it was quote-unquote wilding, but he was wilding, bro. Real talk. How, bro, why are you calling out LeBron James? After, during a post-game interview? You Hold know, on. it's, it's. I got you, I got you, my boy. I got you, I got you. You know, at the end of the day, I think what, what really it is, too, is like, you know, he's that's really how he's made that's how he's made his fame. Cause remember, well, you know, I think And I, I just to piggyback on that, and that's what I was gonna say was uh, you know, Andrew Schultz was saying how he feels like it's this thing kind of started as a character. Um, and it started getting a lot of traction, a lot of traction, and then it kind of just became the point that he's like lost in this person now, and that's just who he is now. Like he doesn't he can't he he's lost the ability to separate uh, what's real and what's not as far as this this so, character type shit. So, so, so here you go. You will rise hold on, hold on. I'm gonna play for you. And no did you say that he called out Street Jesus? 
Yeah. He called out for you, Jesus. Hold on, here you go. Here you go. That's a performance, and I'd imagine this one feels pretty damn good, Colby. Congratulations, man. John Anik, let me start off by saying you've been doing a tremendous job lately. You've been working so hard tonight, so let me take this off your hands for a minute. Ladies and gentlemen, the silent majority is ready to make some noise. If you thought that was a beating, wait till November 3rd when Donald Trump gets his hands on Sleepy Joe. That's going to be a landslide. Hey, and Colby. I want to I I dedicate this fight to all the first responders, all the military out there. You know, this world would not be safe without you guys. You know, you keep us safe. And, uh, you know, not these woke athletes, man. I'm sick of these woke athletes and these spineless cowards like LeBron James. And speaking of spineless cowards, Marty Fake Newsman, Street Judas, we got unfinished business. There's nowhere to run and there's nowhere to hide. I'm coming for you. You're next! Yep. So there you go. Spineless athletes. Woo! Yo, I hope Masvidal takes his fucking head off, bro. Hey, make sure you send me that, my boy. I got you. That is wild. Yeah. Nuts. Nuts. So, we'll we'll see what happens there. He, he's going to get one of those fights, so... Somebody going to beat your ass. Oh, I can't, I mean, I can't wait you to gotta, see that. I'm also happy when, when Usman whooped his ass. I love that. So, here's here's the thing. Number one, I I, I am... I'm not going to complain too much about him expressing his views and whatever. It's his, it's within his right to. I don't like the calling out of LeBron James. LeBron James ain't got nothing to do with it. So yeah, that that was that was like, where you can what you want all yeah, day. like you don't you didn't need to call anybody out. That's one. Secondly, you know, regardless of the fact, he did say some recklessness, but the man the man's gonna throw his hands up there and he's gonna fight. That's something that you got. Yeah, because you're, you're a fighter. Yeah, there's something. Yeah, that. that's something that you got. You got to give him that at least. You know what I mean? And I ain't giving him shit. Okay, or not? I ain't got to give him a goddamn. I feel that. A, I feel that. I'll fight that nigga and spit on you. Okay. The fuck, pussy ass nigga. What kind of shit is that? Wow. Like you calling out a dude that ain't got nothing to do with your. Well, what? Like why? Wow. For what reason? That's what I want to. For what reason? What's the motive? Because he bit, 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 tripping. Come on, man. Oh, but um, not this dude what I was referring to was the uh, the post the post fight news conference. He referred to the Black Lives Matter movement as, among other things, a complete sham. Terrorists. Uh, it's a joke. They're taking these people that are complete terrorists. They're taking these people that are criminals. These people aren't that hardworking Americans, blue-collar Americans. These are bad people. They're criminals. Wow. Really? Yeah. Okay, I bet. Yeah. That ain't that much to say to that. Let's not give him any more air time, man. Yep. On behalf of Ball Sports Podcast, fuck you, Colby Covington, and uh, moving on. Um, This weekend, however, we do have uh, another UFC pay-per-view and um, the headline fight of that is going to be Israel Adesanya against Paulo Costa. Um, this is a fight I've been looking forward to for a while, uh, since last year. This has been supposed to happen. Um, I'm nervous uh, to an extent, uh, just because if anybody's seen Paulo Costa, he's a massive individual. Um which is why Israel keeps saying that he thinks he's on roids because the man is 
like rocked up everywhere. And uh, but I think Izzy will be able to outwork him because uh, Paula Costa is is a, aggressive and will push the the agenda there. But we know uh, Izzy's uh, counter strike ability is is up there with the top probably three or four in the UFC. So uh, I like Israel Adesanya. Looking forward to that. Uh, Nels, what about you? Um, you know, I, I was looking forward to it, but after watching that Woodley Covington fight, I'm not going to say anything until I see the first round. Because, um, you know, I really want to see Adesanya, you know, be a little bit aggressive. I don't want him to fight for champion's advantage. I know that he wants to keep that belt. But it's two different Izzy's. It's the Izzy that, you know, I, I literally grew to love as far as watching him from the beginning to where he's at now. And then there is champion's advantage, Izzy, and I'm not really a fan of it. It's not, it's not because of the strategy. I like the strategy. It's just he be chilling. And I don't know how to feel about right. that. Well, I think, because really we've only seen one title defense so far, and I think it was a bad matchup. Like, I'm willing to overlook that first one just because it was a bad matchup with somebody who is kind of very similar to Izzy in the sense that he's going to wait, find this shot, and then take it. And neither one of them found a shot to take, so shots weren't taken. So, I mean, I, I understand. I get what you're saying. I think just for me personally, I'm willing to overlook that one and and think that he's going to be same old Izzy, but... But you have a point. Maybe maybe he won't, and I guess we'll find out. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, he's going to do that strategy, and he's elusive enough to where he could really outpoint him and win. But it's like, how many of those fights are we going to see before we're kind of like, all right, bro. Like, Somebody beat him. All right, bro. Come on, bro. Like, come on, dog. Really, bro? That, that would that'd be personally how I feel like every week afterwards. Hey, Lord ain't never give a fuck. Facts. Mm-hmm. Um... Another fight, now that John Jones has vacated the light heavyweight title because he's moving to heavyweight, uh, they have a fight for the light heavyweight title on this card as well. Uh, Dominic Reyes, the last person that John Jones fought and a lot and won the decision in a lot of people's minds. Um, he's, he's getting another shot at it against uh, Jan Blakovic from Poland. So that's what I'll be cheering for. You know, my people. But, uh, yeah. So, it should be a good night, if anything, for the main event. So, looking forward to that. I like it. I like it. Uh, Where would we like to head now, at this point? I mean, we got to go straight to the NFL, man. Let's knock that out. All right. Well, uh, it was a very injury-riddled first week, or second week, sorry, to say the least. Um, some big names went down this year or this week. Uh, start- 18,000 of them. Yeah, pretty much. So Nick Bolsa, Solomon Thomas, uh, both tore their ACLs, had to get carted off the field, out for the year for the 49ers. Um, also in that same game, Jimmy Garoppolo got a high ankle sprain. Uh, Roheem Mostert and Tevin Coleman are both going to be missing multiple weeks with a knee injury. Uh, it's it's tough to lose pretty much your your all stars at on both sides of the ball. Um, a lot of that blame was put on MetLife Stadium 
the 49ers said that they are scared to go back and play there. And it just so happens that they're there again just this week as well, playing the Giants. Um, but the NFLPA is launching an investigation into MetLife uh, and the field and things like that to see what the really? issue is. Wow. Yes. They're also <laughs> launching an investigation into the Los Angeles Chargers where Tyrod Taylor will miss some time. Because his because lung is punctured. His lung is punctured from his own team doctor. Um, apparently, he has been dealing with cracked ribs, but he's been able to play through it. Um, and he was just getting a shot for the pain in the ribs. And apparently, from what they say, it's super rare that this could happen, but it could happen. And it just happened to where it did to, to, uh, to him. Uh, something similar happened to Jerome Bettis back in the day before a playoff game. He got a pain injection in his groin or he, for a groin injury, but they actually hit the artery and his whole leg was numb, so he had to miss a playoff game um, because his entire so leg his, was numb. So his doctor fucked up. Yes, and like so, oh, those situations bread. happen. I need this bread. <laughs> I agree. Um, I need this bread. Tyron, get paid. Yeah, and it and it would suck. I'm, I am happy that uh, Anthony Lynn, the head coach, said that Tyrod is still the starter of this team because it's definitely not fair for someone to lose their starting job. Uh, because of something that literally had they had no control over. But I will say, if Justin Herbert keeps playing like he's playing until Tyrod's good to go again, well, you might not be the starter. He might no not more be the way. starter. Um, but we'll we'll get to Justin Herbert uh, when we get through our recap. Um, let me see. Christian McCaffrey uh, hurt his uh, hamstring. And oh, sorry, but he'll be out with the ankle injury at least three weeks. Woo. So he's on the the that boy's the minimum hurt, hurt, bro. That's injury crazy. reserve. Yeah, so he's out. Devonte Adams, survival of the fittest in that bit right now. Bro. This, right, this bubble, this bubble NFL. I'm trying to tell Facts. you. Devonte Adams uh, suffered a hamstring injury. He's week to week, so we'll see how that goes. Um. Malik Hooker out with an Achilles injury for the year. Saquon Barkley tore his ACL out for the year. Um, Yeah. Jimmy got hurt, didn't he? Huh? Didn't Jimmy G get hurt? Yeah, that's what I say. Yeah, he got a high ankle sprain. So you know how those are. Those It's really hard to tell when somebody will be good to go after that because those things tend to linger for a while. Giants did sign Devontae Freeman. Yeah, I saw that. But... Um, yeah, but I mean, the list went on and on. Cam I mean, Akers, Drew I Locke. Mean, for anybody... What, what what do you guys think is the main reason why these injuries are I was literally, so, I was literally about to get to that. I don't, um, I, I don't mean to cut you off, but it won't take too long. Okay. Um, literally, this is what happens for everybody who says training camp and OTAs aren't needed. There you go. There you go. It shows you why it's needed. So you don't think it's preseason? So preseason, the game, the preseason games. The reason why I can't say that it's preseason is because most of these guys who are getting hurt wouldn't have seen anything beyond like half of a first quarter or first quarter of play anyway. It really, it really is the offseason training that they get you right. Because remember, they go live in OTAs, I believe. 
they hit in OTA. So they're hitting for at least a month and a half before the first game of the season. Right. This year they hit for two weeks. Mm-hmm. And then went straight the first game. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I felt. If I felt if anything, if it got to put, if it was, if there was preseason, you just see a bunch of young guys getting hurt. Yeah, because exactly. uh, from what I've seen, I think uh, during the preseason every year, there's like an average of 53 people that tear their ACLs. That's not even counting all the other injuries. That's just people that tear their ACLs. It's an average of 53 players every preseason. But, like, no, as you said, those aren't your star players because they're not getting those uh, those reps at that point. They're only Correct. getting minimal reps. Correct. So now when they're getting thrown into all the reps, that, you know, becomes an issue. So I think both sides are right. I think the fact that there was no OTAs and everything, and the fact that there was no preseason hurt a lot. Um, I think this also is why no matter what the NFL players want, there's, they're never gonna get rid of preseason altogether, because of this. Oh yeah, because now they don't want they 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 gonna rather they rookies get hurt. Yeah. Plus, they guys, they just plus they had to cut out. they had to cut people that they never saw in a game situation. True. They didn't even get to like imagine like you don't even get real. to see somebody take an NFL rep, and you gotta cut them, from what you've seen in practice in a week and a half of hitting. Yeah, bro. And that's what happened to a lot of people. That's why this season's so out of whack. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Bubble NFL. <laughs> right. Bubble NFL. Bubble NFL. Um, yeah, so beyond that, we can get into our week two recap. Uh, we'll start with last week's Thursday night football game, which was uh, the Bengals losing to the Browns 35-30. Offensive game. Great game. Yeah, it yeah. was fun to watch. Burrow, Burrow doing watch. the damn thing. Burrow he, is doing yes. the damn thing. He definitely was. Um, Browns played a lot better, but I can't really gauge it because it's against the Bengals, so who knows. Um, the Bears beat the Giants 17-13. Trubisky is doing everything in his power not to lose his job. <laughs> <laughs> Jit j- hey, j- hey, doing bro. just enough to win games, bro. Yeah, pretty bro, much. He was balling though. Yeah, he been pretty. He been playing pretty decent these last two games, bro. Yeah, no, I well, the first game it was all in the fourth quarter because the first three quarters he was non-existent. But hey. I feel you. He's played five. He's four played quarter five way, quarters four, of decent football. Four quarter way matter. You feel me? You know, it's you know <laughs> Mitchell is doing what he has to do. Shout out to Young Mitch. Yeah. Um, the Cowboys come back to beat the Falcons 40-39. to um, I know some people think, oh, you know, how about them Cowboys? Big some, fluke. Some people think, you Big know, fluke. we knew they were going to do it. They were going to pull it out. Better team, yada, yada. I looked at this game as the Falcons dropping the ball more than I did the Cowboys making a great comeback. Uh the Falcons had at least two chances to seal the game. One, Julio dropping a wide-open pass that went right through his hands. And two being that onside kick where they literally just had to fall on the ball, but instead they walked around. Oh, the around Cowboys and the Falcons are the same team. Waited. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> like, they're the same. 100%. <laughs> they're the same exact. They're the Spider-Man playing against each other. Yeah. I saw two mediocre teams battle put up of, big points. Battle of the floppers. Who that, gonna flop that's first? what I saw. Who gonna fold first? I don't know if any other takes need to be had. They're the same team. 
Nah, man. I mean, I just it's even though there's a lot of injuries going on, uh, there's still relatively good football being played. Um, the one thing yeah. that I will say is that it, it there are some season-ending injuries, but for the most part, a lot of them will be back in a couple of weeks. Um, right, and that's the great thing about football is guys could get hurt, and there's so many guys that next man up, right in next man up type shit. and the fact that in the fact that they got uh, the three-week IR this year instead of the the eight-week. Yeah. And it brings opportunity. Yeah, yeah so you could put sucks. somebody on IR because you know about four weeks they'll be good to go. So It sucks, right? But somebody's getting a job. Yeah, 100%. Um, somebody's getting a job. Somebody's getting an opportunity. One of y'all homeboys might be out here getting an opportunity all of a sudden. You know, people just mad that they fantasy getting hurt, their money getting hurt. Just don't bet. You know, bro, <laughs> at the end of the day, dog, like... This is this is to be expected, bro. You know what I mean? Like we kind of had the same issue last week here in the high school level. You know, like we haven't conditioned the way we needed to. We lost the game that we should have won. A lot of our guys was out of it. A lot of our guys was cramping. You know what I mean? Like this is, it's football. You know, and and I think a lot of times people don't take into context. Like I saw some pretty. I'm not gonna say they're insensitive, but I saw some pretty like fucked up comments. Excuse my language. Where, where they're talking about they're talking about like you know these players and and how they expect more and they only have one job. For the record, people who've never played football and don't really understand the full what players what players of football. I didn't. I didn't uh, NFL? Yeah, NFL players, even in college. Oh, you mean the fathers and stuff? Yeah. And, uh, so listen, football bad. hurts. Football is a sport that hurts. They might be good at it, they might be tough, they may have a high tolerance for pain, but football hurts. When you're playing a linebacker in a set and you have to contain your gap, that means you hit the same gap over and over and over and over again, no matter who's there. You have to fill in that gap. Listen, that hurts. Running into somebody full speed... 60 plays a night. That hurts, guys. Like... You don't just get up and play that. Your body has to get back used to that again, you know? Like, it's just, it's unbelievable how insensitive we can be to these athletes. I know that they're rich. I know that they have no worries and blah, blah, blah. But still, still, as a human being. I don't know, man. Like, people people just make me upset. I'll show you. Um... Green Bay Packers beat the Detroit Lions 42-21. Aaron Jones had him a game. 18 carries. is the reason why you killed me. Yeah, that's my homeboy. I did. Aaron Jones went 16 carries for 168 yards and two touchdowns. Four receptions for 68 yards and one touchdown. He is your homeboy. People need to start giving Aaron Aaron Jones more love. Uh, in yeah, the NFL, okay. I feel like he doesn't get talked about as much as a lot of these. He other gets a lot of love on he because he do his because he do his. He gets job. a lot of he love. He don't talk. He don't talk. He just do his job. He gets a lot of love on our yeah, podcast. He, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's like these natu- these national like broadcasting places. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. stop being trash and give our they dog props. Don't talk about that, man. He's been on the podcast. He has. Facts. So live. Um, <laughs> Up next, the Titans beat the Jaguars 33-30. to uh, You know, Minshew Mania had another game. Minshew <laughs> is... Min, Minshew 339 is and three touchdowns. He said 30 for what? 
3445. Listen, all right now. Yeah, boy, out here. I'm trying to All right, say. now, Minshew. How many picks did he have? Two picks. Okay, now, yeah. Minshew. Three, three touchdowns, two picks. Okay, Minshew. All right. Boy, look, Gunslinger out there. Tannehill, well, Tannehill had a good this, game, though. You ain't throwing none of them to DJ Chart. What's, what's Tannehill? What's Tannehill look like? What his stats look like? Tannehill went, Tannehill Tannehill went 18 for 24 for 239 and four touchdowns. Listen, Maybe. I've been telling y'all bums. About Tannehill. Hey, 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 hey. First of all, who the hell is you talking to? Not you. Oh, okay, bet. He talking to me, chill out. Because honestly, Dylan, you were one of the few that was like, you know, I can see it. He was like, I don't think it's going to happen, but I can see it. Buddha didn't see the vision at all. Nope. But listen, this, this is the reason why I said what I said about Tannehill. I always felt like when you have an athlete as a quarterback... You can always formulate a way to make it work. It just depends on how much work the coach is willing to put to make you look good, right? Like, I use Jared Goff as an example a lot, and people always look at me crazy and say, how is Jared Goff an athlete? And I'm like, Jared Goff played like three or four sports. And I like he's actually a pretty athletic guy, right? You know, the coach over there, his name slips me, so you guys can pick me up there, but the Rams coach, he... Uh, Thank you, Sean McVay. He's went to work to make him look good. Look at Cam. Cam is an athlete. Belichick and, um, holy crap. Belichick and McDaniel, right? That's his last name, right? McDaniels. They, yeah, they put an offense together to make him look good. Tannehill was over there in Miami doing things that he cannot do. We don't have a bunch of do-it-all quarterbacks. And I think a lot of times we expect our quarterbacks to be these do-it-all guys. Really, if you want to be honest, we have three do-it-all quarterbacks. Lamar, Patrick, Pat, and Russell. And Russell. We're talking about we're talking about do-it-all quarterbacks. Not a quarterback that can run. We're talking about and Lamar Jackson. We're talking about a, a, a quarterback that can run well. Not just a quarterback that can throw, a quarterback that can throw well, above average. There's not that many, right? So Ted Hill, he's he's a good athlete. But there's just some things as a quarterback that he needs to avoid. And Rabel and whoever the OC over there is, he's doing a really good job. And and Ted Hill looks comfortable. And he's well invested money. Honestly. Right. Honestly. That's good for him. Better though. than that pickup of Blake Bortles. I'm happy for I'm happy for anybody who leaves Miami and plays better. True. I'm happy for anybody who didn't get picked up who didn't pick up Blake Bortles. Yikes. Big, big, uh, big, big, big Blake. Big, big Blake. Trash Blake. The Colts beat the Trash Blake. Okay, there we go. The Colts beat the Vikings 28-11. What a weird storyline. The Bills beat the Dolphins 31-28. That's crazy that the Dolphins really came and made it a game. You know playing in Miami is different, bro. There was a lot of weather delays. There was a power outage at the stadium. Miami's just different. definitely did have to go sit inside for a little bit. Facts. That's true. Good point. Good point. Meanwhile, 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 over here, it was sunny. Right. (laughs) <laughs> Fucking Florida. Straight out of Florida. Um, Straight out of Florida. <laughs> the 49ers beat the Jets 31-13. Shocker. Um, 
the Rams beat the Eagles 37-19, and this is where I would like to issue an apology to you, Nels. Um, okay. And uh, it's about the Carson Wentz thing. And I've been trying to say. No, 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 no. Let, let, me, let me get this out. So a lot of what I said came out of frustration, and I feel like it's a similar frustration that I feel with uh, Derek Carr, where one year this person is contending, they're up to be potentially MVP of the year, they get hurt out for the rest of the year, they come back the next year, they have issues, they maybe get dinged up again, people start to doubt everything. Uh, maybe that's it. The year after that, they're still trying to get some things together, but they actually have a decent year. But because the team didn't go very far, nah, I don't know. Even though they're having statistically good, so I feel like it's a lot of the same shit that I've seen criticism, everybody putting everything on Derek Carr when, you know, he can't block for himself. He can't catch the balls. All he can do is put it up there and someone else has to go and do their job. So like I feel like that's what a lot of that. I ain't gonna lie to you, Derek Carr got some great blocking. Now he so, does. So that wasn't this, always the case. This is but. my thing. This is my thing for Carson. Um, I'm still very logical when it comes to breaking down quarterbacks. I have been helping out in coaching quarterbacks like super low key. I feel like everybody's a quarterback expert, so that's why I don't really like comment on quarterbacks like that. But. More often than not, when I give an analysis on a quarterback, I'm usually right. And I'm not even saying that to brag. It's just there's some things that you see that, you know, it applies. I do put Carson Wentz right in the same category as Dak. The only reason why I put Dak lower than Carson Wentz is because Dak has been blessed with weapons his whole career. However, take that away Carson and Dak have the same numbers, same completion percentage, same yardage. Their games are a little more similar. It's just Dak tends to be a little more smoother because, I mean, he's bigger. And, you know, Carson is is kind of erratic in the pocket. It works out for him, but he's erratic in the pocket. Right. My problem with Carson is he does have a couple of comebacks in his... Uh, he has a couple of comebacks in his resume. So I won't take that away from him. However, I feel like there are particular situations, and it always seems to be these these times when you, everybody knows it's on him to make a play. He doesn't really always make the play that's needed. And there's other quarterbacks, to me, who people don't deem as better, but have stepped up and were doing those things. Like, for me... I do think Kirk Cousins is better than Carson Wentz. People disagree with me, and that's that's perfectly fine. I'm not here to argue about that. But when it's time for Kirk to do what he's got to do, he's going to do it. If you give Kirk a lot, you give Kirk a, a, a decent a decent amount of receivers and a, and a good running back, Kirk gets to the playoffs. Kirk going to give you numbers. Kirk just, he's quiet, and he plays in Minnesota, and he wasn't a, really a first-round draft pick that took off like that. And in the, in the beginning of his career, remember, he started as a backup to RG3. So he didn't come in with those same kind of, of accolades. You understand what I'm saying? So for me, Carson came in with, with huge hype. 
you know? And yes, the season that he got hurt and they went to the Super Bowl, he plays a massive part in that. But I honestly do think that the reason the Eagles make it to the Super Bowl that year is because nobody had film on Nick Folk. Nobody. So that offense completely changed up. Nobody had anything. I don't think that Eagles team makes it to the Super Bowl. This is why the organization loves Folk so much because they changed up the game plan and he performed it brilliantly. I'm not taking away anything from Carson Wentz. I think he's super, super talented. It's just, there's something. It's it's something. I, I can't yeah. tell you what that something is because I don't get paid to be a quarterback, whatever. But it's something. It's that clutch factor. You know what I mean? I it's it's, it's something. I, I, I don't know if it's clutch. I don't know if it's, if it's just the awareness. I don't know if it's the presence of mind. It's just something that's just not there that makes him a mid-tier quarterback. We want him to be this upper-level quarterback so bad. We do. We like Carson. It's just he's not there right now. He's a dash. So, with that being said, um, I would like for everybody listening to circle week seven on the season because if Carson keeps playing the way he's playing, that's where we're going to see the debut of Jalen Hurts at starting quarterback. I Listen, I'm, I'm with you. The reason, the reason I say that, so week one, they took an L at Washington. Week two, they took an L to the Rams at home. This week, they got the Bengals. They could have a redemption game to where it's like, okay, maybe we're cooking. Week four, at San Francisco on Sunday night football. And then week five, at the Steelers. And then week six, home against the Ravens. Mm. Those are three. Big def- Those ruined. are three defenses. That's good. That They're going to get after it. Habit. They're going to get after it. Yeah, for sure. So week seven, Thursday night football against the Giants. Wouldn't that be a great game for Jalen Hurts to come in? A confidence boosting game. You know you're going to come in, put up points. Good point. Yeah, I'm for it. Good I point. think week seven might be that week. If, if Carson keeps good playing point. the way he's playing. Good point. I'm just going to throw good that out point. there. That's a good point, bro. Solid point. Damn. I feel like Jalen Hurts going to get out there and ball, too. I really yeah. do. I, <laughs> feel like, I feel like he going to get out there and ball, bro. I'm not going to lie to you. I, he I, took the I, field I twice this past week, both, both times as a decoy. Yeah. They're going to do that. Yeah. They're going to do that. Yeah. All right. So continue our recap. The Steelers beat the Broncos uh, 26-21. The Buccaneers beat the Panthers 31-17. Everything looked a lot smoother than week one. But like we all said on this podcast, as the weeks go on, things are going to get better. Yes, they will. Right? It just looks all like right. it. Yeah. Fournette uh, had a game too, didn't he? Yes, he did. He did. Yes, he did. He's, he de- did. he's definitely getting back into the mix of things. Yeah, yes, 12 him, carries, 103 I, yards, and two touchdowns. Him and Jones is a nice little one-two combination. They they work yeah. very well together. I will say that. I will say that. Right. Because Jones, you know, Jones can catch out in the backfield. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, it helps. Um, the Cardinals beat Washington 30-15. to 15. Kyler Murray uh, is a problem. I love to see it, man. Yeah, Carl, I'm trying to tell you. That's a fun team to watch. That's a I fun team to watch this year. Team. 
what was a surprisingly close game, Chiefs beating the Chargers 23-20 in overtime. Uh, the Chargers had this game in their grasp. Uh, shout out to Justin Herbert. He came in and honestly didn't play bad. 22 for 33, 311 uh, for one touchdown, one pick. And, you know, this is, he found out at kickoff that he was starting the game. So I got to give somebody props for thinking that they were going to be chilling on the bench, learning. And, uh, Who was they about to have start over him? It was, it was going to be Tyrod. It was literally right before kickoff that Tyrod got the injection. And then he said his chest was hurting like immediately. So they pulled him. Damn. Yeah. So like this all happened very fast. Yeah, he did the damn thing. He balled out. Listen, the, the one thing for me is, wow. Like, I'm watching this game, and the Chargers dominated that game. Yes. And, right. And, like, bro, it was one throw. Mahomes hit one throw. Patty, man. And Tyreek hit, like, holy crap, dude. He's so damn fast. And then he caught the ball and had the presence of mind to, like, get up and flip his ass into the end zone so they didn't have to have any plays to get right. into the end zone. Listen. Bro, they're, but they're then even, good, bro. even in overtime, the Chargers, it was like fourth and two, and they punted instead of going for it. Going for yeah, it. I like, mean, that's true, but they were Why at would the you give Patrick Mah- don't give Patrick Mahomes the ball in overtime? I would yeah, never. but but they had the I would thirty. Never. If, they, if they wouldn't have got that fourth and two, they could have just went for the field goal right there. Bruh. I feel you though. I feel that. But I I I think they were thinking that their defense was gonna hold up like they did the whole game. It's confidence in your defense. They only allowed twenty points. Nah, bro. Nah. Nah, fam. Um. The Ravens whooped up on the Texans, 33-16. Uh, Texans are in trouble. That's Oh, yeah. It's a debacle over yeah, there. Yeah, it's, it's that simple. Um, one of the games of the week, Sunday Night Football, Seahawks beating the Patriots, 35-30. Awesome game to watch. I loved, uh, the, I loved the, the aggressiveness between... Cam and and Jamal Adams. I love the physicality between Stephon Gilmore and DK Metcalf all game. Like the energy they brought in that game, everybody. Like I loved watching this game. That was Super Bowl worthy, bruh. Um, as as a Pats fan, um, that's probably the happiest I've ever been after a loss. Um, I can see that. And honestly, as a Cam fan, yeah. honestly, that's the happiest I've ever been to see a loss. Um, you know, I. I I gotta be real with you, like. I gotta as, keep it real with you. As a as a fan, again, I've seen six Super Bowl wins, and I've not been as happy in any season as I am with this team right now. I, I'm I'm gonna be honest, no bias. You know, what I mean, at first I thought it was like, oh, uh, you know, I'm biased, but it's not that. This is this is the thing. It's really exciting to watch. It's exciting football. Number one, number two. I mean, think of the story of Cam. Feel like everybody else. Yeah, feel like yeah. That's another thing too. Like it's great to watch these games and be like, damn, like, what's next? You know, like I don't know what's gonna it's happen like, next. Yo, like, hey, my team might make it. You know what I mean? Might not. And and, and we'll see. And, and the thing is, is like the story of of Cam Newton, right? 
them saying he can't throw, them saying he's washed up, them saying he's too hurt to run. And we watched this man have an efficient game, 444 yards, three touchdowns. He ran the ball very well. And at the end of the game, if he bounces it outside, he could have very well won that game. Won the game. You understand oh my what I'm God, saying? Well, I, you, I, he, I cried. He could have won. He could have won the game. And we're watching his little connections with the the short dude number ten. Him and Cam starting to get right. And then Jules had 187 yards. And then oh, yeah, he got and here ball. and here's the beauty of it all. Here's why I like Cam more than anything. They asked him in the interview, like, hey, like. We saw that you made it a point of emphasis to get like Julian Edelman the, the the ball. Like, what was the reason, or what did you see that made you want to keep giving him the ball? He paused, looked at the reporter, smiled a little bit, and said, "Cause that's Jules." <laughs> yeah, like, what do you mean? Like, listen, you need to say nothing else. Cause it's true, Why Julian Julian Edelman ball? is a good ass receiver. He's good. Yeah. You give, and he's a volume receiver at that. You keep giving him throws. And he gets more involved in the game, he's gonna take off. Yeah. You know, last year he did have 100 receptions. He did. You know, and, and most of the, most of the years he plays very well. So you know, Cam's been looking for the number one. He found him. You know what I mean? And look, Gruden said it best. Gruden called him. Uh, what did he call him? Slam Newton or something like that, or Cram Newton. And he's like, it's like a power Cram. forward. He's like, it's like a power forward playing football. And you know what? Belichick and McDaniels has that offense to a place where when they do that little power running, it's dangerous because it's no longer your regular sneak. It's no longer in between the tackles. He can go anywhere. There's blocks galore. Then you got to take him down. You know, and and, and, right. and, and that... That was a great game. The way that they had to maneuver Jamal Adams to kind of agitate the offense, that was good. People are going to say that Gilmore had a bad game against Metcalf. Guys, it's DK Metcalf. Yeah. If y'all think that this year this young man is not going to snap, you're out of your damn mind. This is just oh. the beginning. Like, I, I need y'all. Let's flip D- the perspective. DK, DK could slip into some people's top fives Yeah, this yeah. Year. No worries. Listen, check me out. Let's flip perspective real quick. I understand Gilmore was the defensive player of the year. Now we're sitting here talking about he's trash or whatever. Why can't we just say DK Metcalf is that good? Right, right. On that Agreed. touchdown, on that touchdown um catch, the one where and on top of that, Russell Wilson is the best deep ball thrower in the NFL. Just period. I like I Russell Wilson right. is poetry in motion to me. I can watch Russell Wilson play Hey, y'all know I've always been on the Russ bandwagon. So I, listen, yeah. I can watch Russ play football yeah, all right. day. You are tripping. Um, <laughs> so right. you know when you're watching, and and I challenge anybody who knows football, go watch the slow mo replay of Gilmore's coverage on DK. First and foremost, for those who don't know football, DK started on an inside release, so it looked like he was gonna go post. And went against the grain. It wasn't even really like a post corner because he didn't even do no moves. He literally went skinny inside and took it outside. Right? Gilmore was there every step of the way. Then when DK caught the ball, Gilmore's hand was on the ball. Yeah, that man is just huge. Like, it's, this is do? DK Metcalf. 
The right. fact that he didn't have 175. I think it's a. I think it's only a matter of time before DK Metcalf really is like the next Megatron. Listen, I'm telling you, bro. I was watching that game and I was flipping perspective. I was people were like, oh my gosh, Gilmore's playing a bad game. I was like, nah, we're watching the beginning of DK Metcalf right now. Yeah. Because I'm gonna tell you now, I don't care who you are, when you go against a physical corner like Gilmore and you stick with him, play for play. And you beat him on the deep ball. See, and you're gonna, you're gonna get that like, confidence. You're gonna get that confidence yeah, for sure. DK has the size and the speed. Like usually, it's a trade-off. Usually, you know, you got your smaller guys out of your speedsters and stuff. This man will tower over any DB, and he will beat you anywhere on the field. Do you, do you want to hear what's scary about him? I was thinking about this when I was watching his uh, pregame warmups. He's literally. Now, now think about this combination I'm about to tell you. He's literally the size of Gronk. Maybe like a couple inches shorter, but same size. He's the size of Gronk in his prime with the athleticism of Odell Beckham Jr. Yeah, basically. Bro, his shit was going over the, you the saw that. crossbar. Yes, you saw yeah, that, his right? His shit went higher than the fucking crossbar. Bro, when you're in the red Every zone... Time. When you're in the red zone, how in the world... Are you not going to? How? how uh, I'm, I'm about to get excited. That's a fade all day. It's a corner I, fade listen, all day long. If the Seattle Seahawks are on TV, I'm watching the game. Yeah, we're talking about DK Metcalf. We didn't talk about Tyler Lockett. <laughs> we didn't talk right. about Chris Carson. Right, and that's why. And that's why it's so dangerous. That's why it's so. They're a scary team, bro. Seattle Seahawks is a scary team. Russ for MVP. Um, and then we'll transition. We'll, we'll transition into Monday Night Football, where the Raiders get their first win in their new stadium against the Trying New Orleans Saints, thirty-four, twenty-four. What a game! Uh, you know, when we started ten zero, I was or down ten zero. Sorry, uh, I was. I was sad. I thought it was about to be a long day at the office, but. Uh, Josh Jacobs is a man. Bro, I love that guy. Oh, yeah. I love and, that guy. And to be honest with you, when they start rotating Jalen Richard a little bit more, that's going to be a problem. Guys, I got I just got my Josh Jacobs jersey yesterday. I want Hold I need up. to get a, I need to get a Cam jersey. Facts. But no, like Easily. honestly, I love the fact that uh Richard fumbled and then they went they trusted him and went back to the same exact play that he fumbled on, like the next series, and got a touchdown off of that same play. Listen, like, Gruden, bro, Gruden, like, Gruden's got some. I'm, I'm gonna be honest. This, these next couple of years in the NFL, we're gonna see very, very little disparity between the teams because there's a lot of good football teams getting put together right now, especially offensively. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Especially offensively, for sure. They look, they, they look good, man. Like. Yeah. The Raiders look good. And and honestly, I think Drew Brees got so used to having Thomas as that security blanket that I don't think he knows how to throw to anybody else. Right. Here's why I say this. A lot of people do not understand that Drew Brees is like 5'11". He can't see over his linemen. He cannot. So, like, in a lot of contexts, like, he doesn't even see where he's throwing sometimes. He really just knows, like, the ball's supposed to be here. So, he puts it there. 
I don't know, man. If Thomas don't get back soon, the Saints year might be over. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Um, God. I do want to give a couple uh, shout-outs. Derek Carr had a good game. Uh, went 28 for 38 for 284, three touchdowns, no picks. Um, Darren Waller went over 100 yards. That man was <laughs> undefendable, pretty much. They tried putting linebackers on him. They tried putting corners on him. Nothing seemed to work. Um, and you know, you know you're in. <laughs> you know you got a good guy on your team when Bill Belichick is complimenting him. And mm-hmm. Bill Belichick saying that he's a very special type of athlete. Like Belichick doesn't rain down praise on players very often. So that I mean, that made he's, me, he's that good though. He's good. Yeah, that that made me that made me really happy to hear that that little endorsement. Um, but yeah, so pretty pretty good pretty good game, guys. I was excited. I'm not overly confident, but uh, we'll go into the picks. Let's see. We'll recap last week where Dylan went 14 and 2 on the picks. Good week, boy. Yes, yep, Nels and I both went 13 and 3. We're really good at these like these pick thing, this little pick thing we got going on. We kind of fought. Yeah, we out here. As, when you get into the habit of doing them, you start you start getting decent. All right, so going into we need to get weeks. The betting on them whole. Yeah, we, I need to put. We need to put a little pool of money together. <laughs> I'm with the so shit. Right, we start doing some weekly pickums and shit. I'm down. Um, anyways, we'll talk about that off air. So this week's picks, starting with Thursday night football that's happening right now, the 0-2 Dolphins at the 1-1 Jaguars. We all went Jaguars. Um, the 2-0 Bears at the 0-2 Falcons. Uh, I think this is where the Falcons get their first one. I agree. I absolutely agree. That's literally what I was about to say. I was going to be like, it's not really an upset alert. I think Falcons, they've, they've had it together. I think the last game is their, is their wake-up call. Like, hey, like, y'all did this again? Like, y'all boys vibe. Um, they, they, get, they get the win over the Bears. Yeah, I got the Falcons. Okay. The 2-0 Rams at the 2-0 Bills. The Rams are looking really good, and I think... All of us pretty much had them being somewhat mediocre this year to bad. Um, but they're they're out here still. So I'm gonna go the Rams. The Rams, the Rams are super scary, and I think the reason why is because they really don't have a star to rely on. Really. Right. They have they just have good players and they play good football. Um it's almost they're almost like the West Coast version of the Patriots. Just not not a lot of star power, just guys who play good football. Um, majority of their stars is on defense. That's true. You know, so that's why I'm going to pick the Rams to win that game is because of the defensive side of the ball. Um, Aaron Donald's going to have a game. Remember I said yeah, this? Yeah, I'm going to go... I'm going to go Bills on this one. Okay. The 1-1 one one Washington football team... At the one and one Browns, I'm going with the Browns. They're at the Browns. Yes. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Browns as well. Yeah, I'm gonna say they they got a little streak going. Oh, and a rain on their parade. <laughs> um, 
the 2-0 Titans at the 0-2 Vikings. Vikings have shown me nothing this year. So yeah, the Titans. Vikings are very disappointed. I mean, what a difference a Diggs makes. Yeah. Yeah, right. because he is eating in Buffalo right now. Yes, he is. So, um, yeah, we're, we're definitely going to uh, – we're, we're going not the Bills for 500, Alex. You mean not the Vikings? Oh, I mean not the Vikings. My fault. Self-serve. Yeah, not the Vikings. But, um, ooh, can't wait to watch this game. The 2-0 Raiders at the 1-1 Patriots. I am excited mm. to watch it. I think it's going to be a good game. It's going to be a great game. It's going to be a great game. Um, um, Patriots. You know my MO. I, I never go against home team. We're going fast. I feel that. I'm going Raiders. Um, the 1 1 49ers at the 0 2 Giants. Uh, even as depleted as the 49ers are, I still got them winning. I'd have the Giants winning if they had With- Saquon. Because they have, nobody, they have nobody on the outside. You know what I'm saying? So I was going to be like, you know, Saquon's going to have a day. But, you know, the 49ers still have running backs. They got McKinnon that's about to be taking the fuck off. We forgot about him. So he's about to play. And he's going to get carries galore against this depleted Giants team. He's a great mm-hmm. fantasy pickup for those of them who can still pick him up on fantasy. Um, which I highly doubt y'all can. Um, but, yeah, uh, 49ers. 49ers. The 0-2 Bengals at the 0-2 Eagles. I think Joe Burrow <laughs> gets his first win here, y'all boys. Bit, 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 bit. I got bit, bit, big Joe. I just, you know, I saw Joe do such a good job against the Browns. I don't think the Eagles got that much better of a defense. Um, You know, I... Uh, Listen, Burrow's good. If they get some protection and they build around him a little bit, they might be able to make a contending team in a couple of years. I like I like watching Burrow. I'm going to go Bengals. All right. The 0-2 Texans at the 2-0 Steelers. I actually have the Texans in an upset here. Who are the Texans playing? At the Steelers. At the Steelers. You have the Texans in an upset, really? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not a, it's not such a bad pick, but I, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go Steelers on this one. You got the Steelers fucked up, boy. The way them boys playing. All right. The zero two. Big Ben, Big Ben proving me wrong. <laughs> the zero two Jets at the one and one Colts. Colts. Jets don't even have a team. Colts, baby. Jets have a chance big, to go zero sixteen. They might. They literally might. Um, the 0-2 Panthers at the 1-1 Chargers. Justin Herbert will be starting. I'm going to go with the Chargers because Panthers don't have Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, Panthers are going to have to take that L, my boy. Yeah, easily. Their weapon is gone. The 1-1 Bucks at the 0-2 Broncos. Bucks. They're in Denver? Yes. Ooh. That high altitude ain't nothing to play with, huh? Going from Florida to Denver? Ooh. Um, 
Broncos got a lot of injuries going on too, though. Uh, I'll go Bucks. Bit, 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 Brady. <laughs> uh, the 0-2 Lions at the 2-0 Cardinals. Cardinals. Cardinalis. Cardinals. The 1-1 one one Cowboys at the 2-0 Seahawks. Seahawks. Big Seahawks. Big Hawks. No. I know, I know, I know I'm killing y'all with this silence right now. I'm really thinking about it. Um, You know what? I'm pulling the Buddha. I'm going Cowboys. <laughs> um, Sunday Night Football. The 2-0 Packers at the 1-1 Saints. I'm going Packers. Packers, Saints. Mm-hmm. In New Orleans. Uh, is is Michael Thomas playing? No, probably not. Yeah, I'm gonna go Packers. That shit, no, I'm gonna go Saints. Yeah, Packers defense ain't ain't shit. Ooh, ah, ah, ah. Um, not exactly sure, man, because that Michael Tom, that Michael Thomas thing is still very confusing. As far as, is he going to play? Is he not going to play? No, he's out four weeks, I think. He's out four weeks. Okay. I believe so. Um, the Saints, you know, if they would have utilized Emmanuel Sanders and Jerry Cook a little better, then I would be obliged to go Saints. Um, because although the Saints lost last week, it wasn't bad in the sense of what it was supposed to be. Honestly, I think the Saints are about three or four completions away from having a lead going into the fourth, I believe. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the Saints in this scenario, to me, are the better team. Um, they're to be different. I'm going to go Saints. I mean, you're not really different. You're siding with Dylan. No, no, no. I'm not, said, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Go ahead, Dylan. Dylan you yeah. said you said Saints. Yeah, I said Saints. No, yeah. I know. I wasn't saying it in the sense of like us. I'm saying dare to be different. Yeah, whatever. From what You're I usually different. okay. That's um, not what I was trying to go for. And then shout out. Um, and then Mon- Monday Night Football, the game of the year, the game everybody wants to see. It is the two and Chiefs at the two and Ravens. <sighs> I'm going Baltimore. I'm going me. I win. I win this Facts. time. Because but that's going to be a great game. Lamar! Um, Lamar! Jackson! This is a completely different Lamar Jackson that's going into this game. Uh, he's become a more complete passer. That offense is a little bit more suited to what he can do and cannot do. Um, it's going to be a shootout because I don't think the defenses are going to be able to handle that team's speed. Um, Too much firepower Chiefs, on both yes, offenses. Yes, it's a lot of firepower. However, the Chiefs are a little undermanned. I think Sammy Watkins is still a little hurt. Um, and beyond that, the Chiefs haven't really found their footing to be that dominant offense like they were before. 
Whereas, you know, the or the Ravens are clicking on all cylinders, so let's go Ravens. I'm not gonna yeah. be shocked if the Chiefs win if the Chiefs win, but I got I got Ravens. Oh yeah. I got Ravens. Alright. That's it for the NFL. The NFL. Alright, so NBA won't take too too long because I mean we only have two series to talk about. Um, let's just talk about Heat Celtics. Listen, Heat are doing what they got to do. Celtics are not. They're down 3-1. Very simple. Um, shout out to Tyler um, Hero. 37 yeah. points. Most, like, I think it's like He's the second spaz. most points for a rookie in a playoff game. And I think like I'm the most points coming that, off the bench. Um, he did what he had to do. The Heat, the heat are, get, are hot at the exact right time. Um, you know, you don't ever want to write off a team, but this series looks pretty much done. Um, the Celtics would have to just perform just some remarkable maneuvers to be able to get into where they need to in order to tie, at least tie it up. Um, so I don't, I don't foresee that happening. Um, Buddha, who do you, who do you got? Mm, Heat. All right, back that up. Um, um, so the, you know, the series that everybody's been talking about and watching has been the Lakers and the Nuggets. Um, Nuggets played good last game. They are currently down 10. Um, you know, it's going to be good. It's going to be interesting to see what happens in the rest of that series. You know what I mean? Uh, Denver doesn't have the versatility to be able to keep with everyone. However, the Lakers can't keep up with the back and forth speed of the Nuggets. They're getting a lot of fast break points. And, you know, they're hitting their shots. Um, and, and Jamal Murray is, is an absolute beast. So, you know, that that's that's certainly what you guys got. They need to go ahead and unleash. For them to win this game, for them to win the series, they need to unload Michael Porter Jr., which they haven't been doing. They're showing me that they're forcing. It's really a lot of Jokic Murray, Jokic Murray, which is working. But when it's not working, they need to really force it to Michael Porter Jr. and let that boy ball. Facts. I like it. What about you, Buddha? Like, who do I have winning? Yeet. Uh, I really want to say Denver, but they haven't convinced me yet, so I guess I got to say Lakers. Nah, Lakers... I know that is a frustrating. Yeah, I think it was just last week that I was saying, or the week before. No, it was last week. Or no, when when did we uh, give our picks for the series? Uh, wasn't it that was that last week? It was last week. When did they win it? All these weeks blur together, but uh, yeah, I know I said that I thought the Nuggets would win in six, but I don't. Yeah, I don't know if I see them winning at all at this point. Yeah, I mean it's 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 gonna be tough. It's a tough it's a tough hill climb, you know. That that's essentially what it is. So, all right, last question for you guys pertaining to the NBA before we move on to underrated bars of fame. Um, we got to do college football picks before we. Oh, do. I'm tripping. College football is really out here these streets, and I ain't been paying no attention to any of that. It's true. However, SEC football comes on. Yes, the real games start today or start and, this weekend. And then, isn't there another one? Is big the Big Ten is next week? The or the week after. Okay, 
And then the Pac-12 just made a decision to start football back up. The MAC is um, meeting to see what decision they can make. And also, interestingly enough, from college football, and thank you for, for reminding uh, us, Buddha, um, they said that all teams are going to qualify for a bowl game, regardless of if they have a 500 record or not. Oh, that's cute, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah. So that's that's just what it is. So they're going to make a bunch of extra bowl games? I guess so. Or I, I guess so. Or maybe they have or maybe they have enough colleges not playing to where that just they sounds like that maybe just they sounds have, like participation trophies to me. No, maybe the, maybe or maybe right. or maybe they don't have all the colleges playing like they're supposed to. So all Thank the colleges for that's playing football fill in the bowl games. And the bowl games still are gonna need teams to play. You never know, that oh. might be it. They might not be, you know. Oh yeah. I feel you. I'm right there with you. Right there with you. That's what that one gets you. Uh, yeah, so I mean, it's going to be interesting. Did you guys watch any college football games last week? Nope. Bro, I've been so distracted with just other stuff. <laughs> I feel that. All right, bet. So let's, let's go into the picks then, bit all. All right, bet. Uh, so to recap last week's picks, uh, Nels and I tied. We both went 8-1 and one in our picks. Good job. Who's the one that we had wrong, man? Well... I got the Louisville Miami game wrong. Facts. And you got the uh, the App State Marshall game. It was the App State Marshall. Yeah, game. that's right. That's true. That's true. I did go. I did go with App. I like yeah. App. And then Dylan went six and three. Mm. <laughs> but we have a full slot this week, and we'll start with. Number 24, Louisville. At number 21, Pitt. I'm going to go Pitt. Pitt playing who? Louisville. Oh, nice. I mean, Louisville going to give them some issues, but I got Pitt. I got Louisville. Number 23, Kentucky. At number 8, Auburn. 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 Number 22, Army. At number 14, Cincinnati. 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 Cincinnati's number what? 14. Army's number what? 22. First upset alert of the year, and I'm going to go with it. Let's do Army over Cincinnati. But, uh, NC State at number 20, Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech, but that's another upset alert, though. NC State going to give us some State. issues. You going with the upset, Dylan? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Georgia Southern at number 19, Louisiana. Louisiana going to get that. Yeah, Louisiana. Track game. That game might be fucked. But Louisiana going to get that, though, for real. Uh, Troy at number uh, 18, BYU. See, track game, track game. Yeah, that's me. That's right. Uh, BYU. BYU. Uh, I got BYU also. Number 16, Tennessee at South Carolina. Tennessee. Tennessee. Hmm. 
Dylan? Hmm. Big who? Big silent. Mm. This silence is killing me. And All right. Uh, West Virginia at number 15, Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State. Hit me with the Oklahoma State, please. Hit me with that Oklahoma State, please. Wait, what's the, what's the ranks again? West Virginia at number 15, Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State. Number 13, UCF at East Carolina. UCF. 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 FSU at number 12, Miami. 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 Vanderbilt at number 10, Texas A&M. Texas A&M. Texas A&M. No. My bad. Who is it again? Vanderbilt at Texas A&M. Texas A&M. Number 8, Texas at Texas Tech. Upset alert, but I'm going to go with Texas. Texas. Definitely upset alert. That's a good call, Buddha. I'm going Texas. Mississippi State at number six, LSU. Go Tigers. LSU. Dylan. Say that one again. I'm sorry. Mississippi State at number six, LSU. 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 Number five, Florida at Ole Miss. Florida. Florida. Straight out of Florida. Yer. Number four, Georgia at Arkansas. Georgia. 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 Okay. Uh, Kansas State at number three, Oklahoma. 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 And finally, number two, Alabama at Missouri. Alabama. 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 That's it. Well, it's time to transition over to underrated bars of fame. And to do... What? Sorry. Something from a TV show. My bad. No. And this week, I've got Ricky Rose making another appearance with Mafia Music. Oh. Oh. Mm. Yeah, I got a feeling. Well, you guys know Mafia music by Rick Ross. If you don't, you need to listen to it. You're tripping. You're tripping. Um, yeah, I got a feeling. Really, that my money be the root. Look up at the stars. She like honey. Where the roof? Pull up here. The dogs, canaries, they gon' woof. Even once had a job pouring tar up on a roof. That boy had a heart. No facade is the truth. So now when I menage and get massage, it's the proof. Proofs in the pudding and that baker soda in that baking soda caking. Paper that I'm making got it taking photos naked. Listening to is like whistling at Wendy Williams. I flip my middle finger, I'm chilling on 20 million. These rumors turn me on, I'm masturbating at the top. These hoes so excited, so they catching every drop. I'm dodging debacles like potholes in Jamaica. We cutting down the weed, bury the paper on the makers. Martin had a dream. Bob got high. I still do both, but somehow I got by. Creflo prayed. Mike Vick paid. Bobby Brown straight. Whitney lost weight. Kimball slice on the pad when I write. That Mayweather money looking funny in the light. 
but who really cares? We just throw it in the air. Celebrating wealth pouring Moet in her hair, or pouring away in her hair. Excuse me, her weave, the blue whist of weed, trunk full of white car smell like blue cheese. That boy got salad. Well, yeah, that boy gets salad. Beef bowel movements. BMWs on them big things looking foolish. Shoddy sitting low. Big things popping. Tip on the Glock from a crip up in Compton. Shooting at the cops. Fuck one time. I gave it to the block. I fucked one time. You boys in the hood, you little tray. Suppress your appetite. We taking your little tray. Love my handgun, but my chopper's still the shit. Banned in 94, but I'm too legit to quit. 1996 kilos was the shit, but that was better than roofing. That shit be bad for your skin. This was ruthless. Lord knows that I sinned. But I thought about my future and the loose I could pin. Walked out of the, walked out on a gig and I turned to the streets. Kept my name low-key, ain't heard from in weeks. I came up with a strategy to come up mathematically. I did it for the city, but not everybody mad at me. Motherfuck them all. They sweat from my balls. If I drop another album, I did that for my dogs. Ten made backs, everybody riding big. I just sit back like, look what I did. Then I bowed my head and begged for forgiveness. Once I said my prayer, everybody back to business. Smoking on a blunt in my own restaurant. People looking from a distance think I'm Big Daddy Kong. Reincarnated. Spirit of a G. Beef will make you, beef will make you thinner. Take a seat so we can eat. A Farrakhan aura. Pause on the pork. You eat from the bowl while your dog need a fork. Cause ain't loyal. Snakes slithered in they coil. I'm laughing at you cause kill you niggas when I'm bored. We stepping on your crew till the motherfuckers crush. And making sweet love to every woman that you lust. I love to pay the bills. Can't wait to pay your rent. Curtis Jackson, baby mama, I ain't asking for a cent. Burn the house down. You gotta buy another. Don't forget the cask. Don't forget the gas can, you jealous, stupid motherfucker. To, to another chapter, paper that I captured, caught up off the rapture of gunshots and laughter. Homicide is humor and you looking funny. Women love to stare because they know they see the money. I opened up her mind by opening bank accounts, deposited 100 stacks, break up, won't take it out. Baby, that's a gift. Maybe you could live. I knew it wouldn't work, but I just like to give. Used to run the street, young bare feet. Now I'm in the sweets and I'm eating crab meats. I sold right other rappers MV. They call all my jewelers up, asking what he's spending. Thinking about boss, not thinking about them. This is a letter to my enemies, one I won't send. Amen. Mafia music, Rick Ross, underrated bars of fame. Oh. That dunk is so smooth. You could just read that with the cadence. It's just, mm. it's just a good Samaritan. It's just a good symmetrical, poetic piece of work. Underrated bars of fame. Rose. See you. Yes, All right. Well, I guess we could tell them how they could reach us on email. Uh, ballsportspodcast at gmail.com. What about on Twitter? Balls underscore podcast. What about Instagram? Balls underscore sports underscore podcast. So we're done. Yeah, we're done, isn't it? Time to get off the air. Yes, sir. Listen, we appreciate y'all for, you know, riding with us again. I could be listening to any other sports podcast in the world, but you're listening to us, and we really appreciate that. You know, just keep riding with us, and we're going to keep giving you this bomb-ass content to ride to. With that being said, like Wheezy, we out of here. Yeah, bye, hoes. Silly. Little scallywags. <laughs>